Sometimes skeptics and non-believers will look for gotcha moments to pin on Christians. One of their favorite questions is, do you take the Bible literally? And their hope is that you'll say yes, because before that yes ever leaves your lips, their response is already ready to go, and it usually sounds something like this. Oh, you take the Bible literally? So you believe only 144,000 people will be saved, alluding to Revelation chapter 7. Oh, so you believe we should all drink Jesus' blood and become cannibals, referencing Matthew chapter 26, verses 28 and 29. Oh, so you think you should hate your family members, pointing to Luke 14, verse 26. Oh, you take the Bible literally? Well, why haven't you plucked out your eyes, citing Matthew 5, verse 29. Boom. Burn. Gotcha. That's an uncomfortable conversation to be lured into because the end result is that Bible believers, well, they end up looking like a bunch of dummies. Well, this is where Christians need to be a little more prudent in how we respond to questions like this. Because a simple yes or no is not going to suffice. The next time someone asks you, do you take the Bible literally? Your answer needs to be, not exactly, but I do believe everything in the Bible is true. Now that's an important distinction because not everything in the Bible is meant to be understood literally. But at the same time, God's Word is always and totally true. In Proverbs chapter 30 and in verse 5, the wise man says there, Every word of God proves true. In 2 Timothy 3 verses 16 and 17, Paul says, All Scripture is breathed out by God. And it is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Every single word of the Bible is true, and it is accurate because it comes from God. And God has revealed His truth in a number of different and beautiful ways. For example, sometimes God speaks poetically. Think of the language that is often used in the Psalms. God, for example, is referred to as our rock. And that helps give a sense that God is strong and He is faithful and He is constant. Sometimes God speaks metaphorically. Many of the parables of Jesus employ metaphors to illustrate powerful truths. The kingdom of God is like, it's like a treasure hidden in a field. Sometimes God speaks rhetorically. Matthew chapter 3, verse 5 says that all of Jerusalem and Judea went out to hear John the Baptist preach. Well, well, did all of Jerusalem literally go out to hear John the Baptist preach? Well, probably not. But the sense there is that a large number of people did. And then, yes, sometimes God speaks literally. Jesus literally died and was literally buried and literally rose from the dead, as the Scriptures say. And likewise, if we want to be saved from our sins, we must literally repent and literally be immersed in water so that we can figuratively be buried with Christ and raised with Christ. You see, there's all kinds of literary devices that God uses to communicate His will. But make no mistake, God intends for us to use our minds as we engage His Word, as we examine the context, and as we thoughtfully consider the message that He's trying to convey to us. And so let's not be coaxed into giving someone the terrible impression that we just believe everything in the Bible is meant to be taken literally. 
If so, we're going to end up embarrassing ourselves, and we're going to end up painting an inaccurate portrait of how we, or really how anyone, reads and understands the Bible. Instead, let's be ready to affirm that we believe in the faithfulness and the integrity of Scripture, and that every single word is meant to be taken seriously and as truth.